Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about Smitty's Barbecue, Walkshins, and the Emperor's Hammer. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode of Tomorrow with Joshua Topolsky is brought to you by Nadex, Binary Options Trading. Say you think the price of a global resource is going to go up. You can go to nadex.com and make a trade on that. You're not buying stock. You're trading on where you think the price will be by a certain time. Trade the most popular financial markets with thousands of short-term contracts listed daily. Go to nadex.com and get started trading binary options. That's nadex, N-A-D-E-X.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. If you work for yourself, save up to 50% for an entire year on the new QuickBooks Self-Employed. It helps separate your business and personal expenses so you can quickly track what you spent for work and what you spend on yourself. QuickBooks Self-Employed helps take the guesswork out of estimated federal quarterly taxes, which are extremely complicated. I can tell you as a person who's very dumb about taxes. So come tax time, you know how much money to set aside for Uncle Sam who's not your uncle, actually. That's the federal government, so don't get any ideas. And how much stays in your pocket? Try QuickBooks Self-Employed and save up to 50% at tryselfemployed.com slash Joshua. My guests today are two beautiful men. Michael Shane, the managing editor of Bloomberg Digital. Hi. And Stephen Pulverin. What is your title? Uh, my title is Associate Editor, Bloomberg Pursuits. Close so, enough. Who cares about titles? Close enough. Right. The title, yeah. in, in, in the Tomorrow podcast space, titles are not meaningful. Everybody's a winner. You know what matters? What you bring to the conversation. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring it. Well, I hope you do. Oh. A lot to live up to now. Uh, Anyhow, right. so, so this is a, uh, uh, we're having a podcast. This is the first, first tomorrow podcast with more than uh, one person. Menage a trois. It's Making the history. first. It's the first three way. Oh, that's wrong. I'm wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. I take that back. This is the second We're tomorrow. <laughs> Magnus, Magnus, my producer, who's Swedish, just reminded me that we did an. I did an episode with tan lines. It was a mm. two on one. But tan lines is like one unit. It's a guest. It's a, a guest made it. up of two people. But anyhow, right, so right. anyhow, this is our second three-way. <laughs> and I'm so glad to have you guys here. So so first off, Stephen, tell me what you do. Uh, so I handle wristwatches for Bloomberg Pursuits, which is our luxury, uh, luxury that's not publication. All, that's not all you do. So that's, that's You're selling yourself a little short. Uh, all right. All right. So I, I handle wristwatches. I also handle uh, our consumer tech coverage and kind of, you know, pinch hit on fashion and style and food coverage yeah. where, where we need. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> how long how long do we have for Michael to we tell have, us? We have uh, at least thirty to forty five seconds. Ooh. Uh well God. You guys work, we've worked together for a little while. We now, have. Tell, we? Do you want to talk about that? I mean, I was at the office today with you. Which I, office? The Bloomberg office yeah, where yeah, we work. That's true. That's and right. I was thinking about how we've worked together a long time. Yeah. I've never seen your bare feet. That's fucking disgusting. Wow. I don't know why you would even talk about that. That's like a really sick thing to bring up. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's the worst thing I've ever heard from a person in my entire life. I was thinking about all why we've would been you? Through. Why would you want to see my bare feet? I were mean, you not, like, were you not busy enough today? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> not that's to like do a today? disturbing point to make. 
What? Why? I understand. What do you want to see them? No. Are you sure? <laughs> he didn't say anything about wanting. He I just mean, said I'm, he not, I'm, not, I'm no expert. There's a lot of things well, I haven't done that I do not way, want to do. Based on what I just heard, Stephen, back me up. <laughs> that sounded like he was a little disappointed. I mean, there are lots of things that I have not done that I do not want to do. Right. No, it's right. It's like it's like I never murdered anybody. Right. I'm cool with me, that. Me neither. I'm good. I'm a holding steady on not murdering. Cool. So can you tell me why you thought of that? No, I can't remember. Really? <laughs> That's because I was so busy. Uh, is it is... because of the sandals? The sandals piece? Oh, yes. Pursues to the no, piece about, oh, about yeah. ma- mandals. That's right. what I was thinking about. Male it. sandals. Right. And you thought. I've never seen what? Josh's feet. <sighs> so did this just become <laughs> so, my fault somehow? So, <laughs> yes. Is oh, this just like, it's so upsetting. <laughs> On so many levels. In what way is that related to what you do? It's comp- wow. well, I I sometimes think about what I don't know about you. <laughs> Can we start this over? Is there any way to redo this? What was the question I asked, Michael? <laughs> you asked me what I do. Here's what I do. Here's okay. what I do. Yeah. What do you do at Bloomberg? I work with our with our editorial teams yeah. across the whole company sure. to help people collaborate Ugh. and make great journalism. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> could you have a, given that answer before the feet answer? Yeah, that's, that's a much better answer. You that's a edit good all answer. this out. Just edit all that out. <laughs> Anyhow, but you're both nerds. I think I want to. I want to get to the. I want to get to the core of why you're on the show right now. That sounds nice, Michael. You're really pushing. <laughs> you're really pushing things. You're both. You're both nerdy people. I've worked with you. Now, Michael, I've worked with a long time. Steven, I've worked with a much shorter time. But what strikes me about both of you is that you're uh, uh, you're like, you know, in a different age, you would have been beaten up because you're into things that most people are not into. My body is a weapon. No, your body, <laughs> your body is your body is, say it with a straight face. Your body is not a weapon. What's it's the opposite? It's the thing that the weapon is used on. That's what your body is. Okay? Does, does weapon have an, an a positive? Is there uh, a, I don't yeah. know. Michael. <laughs> Fair. Okay. And yeah, Steven, you're like into, super into watches. I'm super into you're watches. You're like the nerdiest person as far as watches are concerned I'm that I've ever, nerdy I've, about I've ever met in my entire life. I'm That's, passionate. I'm passionate. No, right. he's more than passionate. A passionate person is like, I love watches. Stephen is like, let me tell you about the history of watches. Yeah, and I got to okay. know everything. Yeah. I get really upset if I don't know something. Yeah, but you're mm. also learning about technology that is true. non-watch technology. Very true. So I wanted to bring you on because I wanted to talk to you about there's a, the morning that this happens, Apple's big developer conference will, have, will, be, will be taking place. What's going to happen? What are you looking forward to? I don't know, but both of you just looked at me like I have some kind of like secret answer to this Stephen, question. Stephen, we know you know everything. I, I know. We know you know what's going to happen. Secret answer. So just uh, unload on us right I now. I mean, the one thing that I know for a fact is going to happen is there's going to be lots of hand-wringing and lots of people really disappointed that something they had no reason to expect was going to happen yeah. didn't happen. Of course. So you're saying there's going to be hand-wringing. Hand-wringing. And disappointment. And disappointment. That pretty much goes for anything that happens in life. Especially to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The nerds. <laughs> yeah, the, the nerds. nerds. <laughs> Anyhow, but do you think there's going to be any watch announcements, any watch updates? I think I think we'll get some updates on the SDK and on what we can expect from third-party developers. What about sales? What, hold on. Let me you just say that, that SDK, to those who don't know, is the software developer kit. Mm. Development kit. Development the, kit. Yeah. The software development kit. Yeah. That's a very nerdy term. Most people don't ever have to interact it's with true. it. Steven, of course, knows it by heart. Being being a nerd. Well, I'm not I don't I don't want to accuse you of you're anything. Not, you're not accusing. 
I'm just saying you know it's an stuff. People it's an who observation. know stuff, you know, dangerous, very dangerous no, cool. territory. So yeah, we'll get some we'll get some watch news. We'll know what people can do with the watch, what people can't do with the watch in terms of giving us more apps. Right, you have a watch. You're not wearing one right I now. I do have one. I'm not wearing it today. I wore it every day for about six weeks. And... He's talking about the Apple Watch. I'm wearing mine right now. And Michael is wearing his. I just got it, though. You know yeah. what you don't have, though? What? What's that? You don't have a Facebook app. What? what? You don't have a Facebook app. Why would I want that? Yeah. I'm just saying, you don't have one yet. What we haven't saying? seen that yet. We might see one on my Can list. I ask a question this is all ser- in all seriousness? So you know that um, a couple of years ago, Apple introduced this uh, interaction with iOS where you could create, like, if you were an app developer, you could create, like, a share, like, a share portion of your app. So when you bring up the Apple share menu, you have your app in it. Like Twitter oh, yeah. has oh, it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, oh, I, I selected yeah. this text or I took a picture or whatever. I'm going to share it on Twitter. The and native it, menu. Right. Yeah, the native yeah. share menu. Yeah, yeah. Right. Instagram is not part of the native share menu. You can't go from a photo in your photo gallery to Instagram. There is no way to do it. Mm. You have to do it from the Instagram app. Mm. Am I the only person who thinks that's totally insane? I don't have an Instagram account. What? Oh, what are you what? talking about? You internet for a living. Are I, you kidding me? I internet for a living and I am and have been a professional photographer and yet never used Instagram. This is a that, depressing factoid that I'm learning right now about that's, you. That just blows my mind. Look, do, you have a, do you have an Instagram account? I do. I only have so much room in my life for apps. Really? What, what, what other social networks are you on? I mean, pretty much just, I mean, I, I have a Facebook account because mm-hmm. I've had one since like 2004. Okay. And there's no, you don't have to prove anything to anybody here. Just saying. <laughs> okay. You've had a Facebook account for a long time. And I used, tw- I, I used and you're Twitter. you're on Twitter. And that's it. Okay. And no Instagram. No. I'm an amateur. What if I want to tag you in a photo? Please don't. I can't do it. <laughs> you're not don't. on there. <laughs> Anyhow, Steven, tell me about your Instagram account. My Instagram account is uh, full of pictures of watches, really? like you would expect. That's yeah, I get to see some cool watches. It's a little disappointing. I'm not going to yeah, lie to you. You know, I do some traveling. That's fun. I get to take some pictures of places I go. That is true. I'm aware of some of your traveling. I would hope you are. <laughs> Anyhow, so we're going to go to WWDC. We're going to see some things. Michael, do you want to talk about it? WWDC. Yeah. Dub dub. Do you think that they'll talk <laughs> about right. uh, sales of Apple watches? Do you think they'll brag? I don't know if they'll brag because I'm not 100% sure there's much to brag That's about. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I what mean, are you saying? You're saying the sales have been a disappointment? Well, think about, think about like this. There's someone in the office who ordered their Apple Watch. Are you talking about a person specifically? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. This person ordered their Apple Watch. Can many, you name them? It, it was Jet. He ordered his yeah. Apple Watch many weeks before uh, I ordered mine. Yeah. But our watches arrived very close to each so other. So what does that tell you? I think they're... They caught up to demand very, very quickly. I don't know, man. Honestly, it's a it's a difficult, very complex product. Have you to seen make. a lot of them in the wild? No, none. Absolutely none. Yeah, I've seen maybe three or four. I've seen one that wasn't on a nerd or a, a colleague. Who was it? Some random guy in the subway. Did you talk to him? No. It's a random guy in the subway. <laughs> Did you think about it though? I looked at his wrist. Did you send him your heartbeat? It was a, it was a he had a white he had a white rubber band on, oh, which really? means I definitely wasn't going to talk to so him. The cheaper Ooh. the cheaper version. Well, that's what. Nothing wrong with that. Is that what you have? I got the aluminum. Yeah. The aluminum what? The Apple Watch. No, but the band. Oh, oh no, the rubber one. The yeah. rubber band. Yeah. You were saying white rubber band. Yeah. So I don't understand. It seems very judgmental. Am I crazy? No, it no, wasn't. No, it's... I don't know. I, the, I just get very uncomfortable when I see the white bands. Okay, fine. Let's change topics. <laughs> 
What else? So actually, before we get off this, what else do you think? Do you have any other idea what Apple's going to announce? And Mark Gurman has some scoops on this. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see some sort of Google Now competitor. Yeah, I hope. I hope. We do see, you hope that? I, I do. I hope we. I see mean, something. I, I have to tell you, I, I Siri compared to Google Now or whatever Google's voice thing is, it's like no contest. No, it's not. Like, even I, close. I mean, the other day I was playing around with some phone. You know, I, was, I had my phone and I had an Android phone nearby, and I wanted to play a song on Spotify. It was Sylvia by Pulp from the album This Is Hardcore. And I was like, I want to hear this song. And so I said to Siri, hey, can you play Sylvia by Pulp? I was like, sorry, that's not in your music library. Right. Do you want to open iTunes? And it's like, no, I don't fucking want to open I, iTunes. I didn't ask you if I, I don't want to like, I don't purchase, you. I don't want to spend one ninety nine on <laughs> Sylvia by Pulp. I just want to listen to it. And on 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 uh, my Android device, I said I play Sylvia by Pulp, and it was like, what application do you want to open this with? And I said Spotify, and it was like, boom, and it started playing the song, right. which is brilliant. And so I feel like Apple is so far behind the curve on the understanding on this like kind of like human understanding of conversation and Siri so behind the curve and their data set is so empty. I mean, if they don't do a Google now competitor and if they, even if they do like, what will it be based? What is it going to be based on? Well, that's the question. I mean, do they, do they actually have enough of that kind of data to do it well? And if they, if they don't, do they do it anyway? And it's another Siri. Can I yeah, ask you a I question? Yeah, you can ask me anything you I, want. I feel like we've been saying for years, oh, Apple is so far behind on services. Apple yeah. can't figure yeah. out services. It's true. But I don't know. It, do you think we only care about that because we're nerds? Because, I mean, the, the company just keeps making more and more money, and it's going to hit a trillion-dollar market cap at some point in the relatively near future. Yeah. But we all know that when you actually compare the services side, Apple is is not nearly as strong as it could be or it should be. So what? Where? Let what's me going ask on? you this question: How many people do you know within at me or iCloud account email account? I have a an at mac.com account. That no, I, I know you do. But like generally speaking, oh, no, no one. When Deep you meet cuts. people, what do they say? Like no, it's Gmail. Right. Yeah. I mean, unless it's something else. And I mean, do I do yeah. either of you use? Apple's calendar without routing it through Google Calendar first. No. No. Do well, you? I don't you know, honestly, I I do all most of my computing to be completely honest is is work related. Like my personal calendar, which is linked to my mac.com address is essentially empty. My life is very okay. simple outside wow. of work, right. very wow. zen, yeah. very disciplined. Okay. <laughs> is, that how you're, is that how you're framing okay, it? Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. You know, I try to zen look on the bright side. Zen and discipline. It. It's uh, not like you don't have things to so do. You're saying, zen and disciplined. My calendar use is not super intense outside of work, so I, I've never used... What's never the point of the... I don't know outside of How work. does this... You're not answering his question. What was the question? The question was whether you route it no, through... No, I don't. You don't. I don't. But I'm not... But What he's saying is, like, do you use, like... Apple Calendar yeah. Solo. Yeah, but oh, I definitely okay. don't. Do you? No, I do everything through Google. Of and course. It, yeah, anybody, I don't. I don't put enough. Does. I don't need nearly enough functionality for it to matter for me. Hmm. That's the thing. I mean, when I, I saw, don't do a lot of calendaring. When I saw work. now on Tap the new Google service that kind of connects all of your apps together, I was like, "This is forget about it." You I wrote mean, a story about it. Well, I did, but but beyond that, it's just this thing where you know you have these disparate experiences on phones now where there's like one thing over here and then one thing over here and apple did create this model of like jumping between these things like you're going from this to this to this to this and to get to this goes back to the instagram thing i was talking about where like you can't share a photo to instagram from 
your Photos app on the iPhone, but on Android, if you're in Photos and you're like, I want to share this, Instagram is like one of the things you can jump into and share the photo, right? It's really seamless. And I just think that that interconnectivity between applications is a huge new frontier. But is that... The fact that there's no Instagram in the native share menu, is yeah. that an Instagram issue or an, or an Apple issue? Because, like, you can get to hip chat from in, the native no, share menu, No, that's an Instagram right? issue. Uh-huh. But but the, but baking that more and more into the native behavior of your OS is, like, a big deal. I mean, it's a really, really big deal. People don't realize it. But you don't live in a world where you use one thing to do everything. Right. You know, you live in a world where you're using lots of different apps right. and you have lots of different experiences. Steven, and, you may not know this, but Josh is... Deeply, deeply passionate and, and committed to the continuous client. Wow. Really? He doesn't even know what the... Do you, <clears throat> does you, do you know what the continuous I, client is? I do is? not know what the continuous Segway. client is. When, when we were... Uh, well, you weren't there. But when I was at Engadget, I wrote a, a, an editorial about a thing called the continuous client, which essentially was my desire and dream that we could have um, services that would you could leave off wherever you were and pick it back up in okay. another place. Yeah. And Apple actually created this service. It's called Continuity. Right. And, uh, and I think Google has a version of it. I think it's called Weave. Is it Weave? Maybe. Did I just make that up? That's you just, might have. It's just a sounds, cool, sounds vaguely it's just a cool hacker. Weave. <laughs> Um, anyhow, but you know, the, the, the idea that you could move from one screen to another, to another, and never leave the continuity of what you're doing. And they have a, Apple has actually accomplished that in many ways. I don't know why we're talking about it right now. You just wanted to bring it up to put me on the spot, Michael. I was alley-oop, man. Oh, alley-oop. Oh, classic, oh really? You put it up Michael and I just James. knocked it into the net because you're so athletic. The, knocked the it into the net. <laughs> the basket. Yeah. Basketball. Anyhow, so, so let's, but let's for a second. I don't know why we're talking about the continuous client, which is the best idea I ever had. No, but, because we were talking about, you know, in app integration into the native share menus and how it's inconsistent. Yeah. You know, and it's... But what I was saying about Google is that this this now on tap gives them some kind of like this very um, all-encompassing, ethereal place on your mobile device, if it's Android. But you know what the problem is? No, I don't. The last statistic I read was that, you know, less than 10% of users are on the latest version of Android. Isn't that a huge problem? Yes, it's a huge problem. It's a giant problem. It's a gigantic, because the latest version of Android is pretty good. Right. Great. And unfortunately, unlike Apple, when Apple has a new update to their software, they just, everybody updates to it. On Android, it's like you're waiting for carriers to make a decision about whether or not you can upgrade to the new software. And it usually doesn't happen. And so there's 10% of overall. I mean, that is like a depressing, should be a depressing stat for Google. Right. I mean, it's, it's a boatload of people, but it's not a good percentage. No, I mean, if right. I were, if I were Larry or Sergey, I would be crying myself to sleep right sobbing. now. Sobbing. Right. I'd be sobbing into Kleenex made out of thousand dollar bills. Does that exist? They used to. Steven, you would know. Um, there used to be thousand dollar bills. Don't I, I have a story coming tomorrow. Don't. Thousand dollar bill Kleenex. Anyhow, we were going to talk about something specific. What was it? Oh, WWDC predictions. Let me just be clear. Steven predicted disappointment. Can I talk about this for a second? Yeah. WWDC, as we call it in the industry, is the time of year when Apple brings all of its developers together and talks about the advancements in iOS and OS X, or OS X, as some affectionately refer to it. And it's not usually, they don't really release a lot of 
products. Sometimes, once in a while, they'll throw something out there like a laptop or, or an Apple TV, or iPad. Like yeah, but um, but it's usually just about software. Last year, they introduced some of iOS eight and some of. What is the name of the new OS, the new desktop it's OS? Yosemite. 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 Right. Uh, none of which has been, I think, widely embraced. But, uh, I mean, well, you still do the same things on your computer. Right. Do you, But besides the Google Now stuff that we think they're going to announce, this sort of Google Now-like functionality, do you, do you know anything else they're going to talk about? Most Can you the, imagine anything else? I mean, most of the chatter is it's going to be small back-end things. It's going to be things like making it run smoother, making animation smoother, making security better. Smoothness is a big deal for Apple. It is a big deal. They want to be the smoothest. They do want to be the smoothest. <laughs> they don't want to sell the That's most. True. They just want to be the smoothest. The smoothest. Yeah. I mean, we, we do hear that it sounds like the new version of iOS is actually going to run on older devices, unlike the past updates we've gotten, where yeah. you install it on your year-old phone, yeah. and it's garbage. That does nothing for me. I mean, it's a very boring announcement. That's it's a really boring. boring announcement. I just want them to redesign iOS. This so is why people are always disappointed. They're like, right, oh my God. Right. Here's, what, here's what I want. What, here, I'm going to tell you what I want more than anything. What do you want, okay. Joshua? For Apple to what do. do you I'm going to tell you. Just give me a chance. One is I want them to make iOS not look ugly. That's the first thing. Can you be you, more specific? You and well, me it's gross looking. It's icons suck. It's like glass panels are not really fully realized. Um, and then I want, I want it to work more like how I work in the sense that I want it to work more like that it recognizes that there are users who need more than the most basic ways of doing things. Can you give an example, Josh? I mean, also, if you if you think about your iPhone, right, do you do much with it that's not in an app? No, I want, it to, like... I want it to open a fucking zip file. I want it to be able to <laughs> process a zip file oh that somebody God. sends me and show me the files inside of it, okay? I want to be able to share something to Instagram from my Photos app. Mm. Blam. <laughs> Blam. Those two solid and there, examples. And there you have it. There you have it. The end. This podcast is over. Steven? Um, well, I was, I was pretty excited to see what Apple was going to do with TV, but we're not getting that now. Next. Apparently not. Michael? This predictions? I don't know. I shouldn't make predictions. Why not? Go ahead. Do it. Come on. Just do it. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's getting into this. Everybody's getting into it. You know, join the club. All your friends are into it. Take the take the red pill or whatever pill. The blue pill. The blue pill. Take whichever pill. When was the last feel. time they updated the IMAX? Take whatever pill makes you feel. Um, was the Retina five K right? Five K Retina. Uh, How long ago was that? Three nerds. four months ago. Listen, you're, Not you're, you're, long ago. The Retina five K. Get the fuck out of my face <laughs> with Look, that shit. I'm still bitter that they. Uh, you know, took aperture out behind the shed. Oh, and get out! Oh, just, okay, boy. all right. Just put a we're going to you know, do. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Stephen and Michael about their childhoods. So stay tuned. Excellent. This episode of Tomorrow with Joshua Topolsky is brought to you by Nadex Binary Options Trading. The world's markets are changing. So are innovations in how we trade them. 
With limited risk and a simple yes-no design, Nadex binary options offer an affordable, exciting new way to participate in the markets. Nadex is the first CFTC-regulated, U.S.-based binary options exchange, offering thousands of short-term trading opportunities daily and weekly. Trade a wide range of markets, Forex, commodities, U.S. and global stock indices, even Bitcoin, all from one account. Binary options ask a simple question. Will this market be above this price at this specific time, yes or no? If you're right, you profit and get the full $100. If you're wrong, you lose what you paid up front, but no more. Trade from your mobile, tablet, or PC. Go to nadex.com. That's N-A-D-E-X.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involve risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. Most of us are trying to find more time every day to get things done, and you can't let trips to the post office slow you down. Now you don't have to, thanks to Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can buy and print U.S. postage right from your own computer and printer. Stamps.com will send you a digital scale, and it automatically calculates the exact postage you need for any letter or package and any class of mail. You'll never waste valuable time going to the post office again. Do everything right from your desk with Stamps.com. Print the postage you need, put it on your letter or package, then just hand it to your mail carrier, and you're done. I mean, you could probably have small talk with your mail carrier. It's the least you can do. He's... He or she is very busy out there come rain or snow or sleet or whatever. You know, like you could just say hello, maybe give him a glass of lemonade. Anyhow, uh, my good friend Michael Shane is a huge fan of Stamps.com. He was just telling me the other day how much he likes using Stamps.com, Michael. I hate going to the post office. Yeah, you do. You do. Everybody hates going to it's the post horrible. office. It's horrible. No, that's why Stamps.com is so valuable to yeah. you and to anybody else who wants to mail something. Yeah. You know, it's, no matter what it is, it's not it, just the time I say it could be anything. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that you should mail illegal things, but I'm saying that, you know, you can mail anything using stamps.com. Right. Okay. Potatoes, sneakers. Yeah. I don't know why either one of those, I don't, those wouldn't be at the top of my list for things that I'm mailing. Hey, Father's Day com- is coming up. Send your Father's Day card. Send your father's, send your father a potato for or, Father's Day or a sneaker, a single sneaker. They love that. Anyhow, right now, you can use my first name, Joshua, for this special offer. You get a no-risk trial, and you get a $110 bonus offer, which includes a digital scale and up to $55 free postage. So don't wait. Go to stamps.com, and before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Joshua. That's stamps.com, and enter Joshua. We're back with Stephen Pulver and Michael Shane, two of my good, good, good coworkers. And coworkers, uh, yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know, Ooh. Stephen. You grew up where? I grew up in Austin, Texas. No, that's not a real place. People grew up. People grew up there. Really? No, people yeah. move there. I thought the only thing that happens right, in Austin right. is South there. by Southwest. Uh, no, there's actually. So you a city. grew up in Austin. I did. Yeah. In what part of Austin? I grew up in Northwest Austin. Uh, North in the Hill Country. NW. NW. Were you I conceived know. at South by Southwest? I was not. I was not. I was wow. actually. I was born in Boston. Oh, okay. Uh, wait. So whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, whoa. Yeah. Time oh, out. Come on. You're leaving out. things out here. Yeah. Born in Boston. Dad's in semiconductors. Ended mm-hmm. up in Austin, okay. Texas. Okay. Like he conducted half an orchestra. Right. Oh, oh right. man. That's, oh, hey, wow. Michael just, Shane with the dad jokes. Sure, side, uh-huh. side note: Michael Shane is a classically trained clarinetist, or as I like to refer to it, cloudist, <laughs> and uh, he played with the Cleveland Symphony Orchestra. He also loves to scuba dive. Yeah, I, unrelated. I do that. Anyhow, so you grew up in Austin. I grew up in Austin. Yeah. And Can you tell us to, about that? Yeah, it's uh, it was a fun town. It was a lot smaller when I grew up there. I mean, my family moved there. And what do you mean physically smaller? Or? 
it was physically smaller. The city and it was limits also, had changed. The city limits. I don't know the, if the city limits changed, but okay. you know, when we moved there, I was five and. 10 minutes north of our house were cows and now you can drive all the way to Dallas and, and not see a cow. It's not see a cow. Yeah. There's no cows it's just anywhere. City, endless city. Now. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. go to uh Smitty's barbecue? Smitty's barbecue. Never never Smitty's? Smitty's. Did you just make that up? Did you no, 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 it's a real barbecue place no. outside of Austin. It'll blow your mind. Josh, you can't go cause you don't eat animals, but Steven, right. who I'll have Smitty's Smitty's. All right. Sounds made up. My usual no. my usual go to is the salt. Hold lick. on. I gotta look up what uh, no, no, don't look what it town up. it's in. I'm right. no it's outside of Austin. Yeah. All right now, Michael, right. let's get it. to you. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. It's impossible. Wow. Yeah. There are yeah. no Jewish people in Columbia, yeah, South Carolina. That. A lot of people don't realize this. Uh South Carolina and Georgia, there are fairly sizable Jewish communities in really? some cities. Really? Savannah, really? Charleston, Columbia. There were Jews really? in Texas too. Yeah. Southern what? A lot of Jews yeah, were the only ones. No, we yeah. weren't the only ones. Oh, you're Jewish? Yeah, I'm Jewish. Oh, that's a shocker. But I, I don't have a southern accent because my dad grew up in Queens. So, oh, so Queens, New Queens, York. New York. Yeah. So his accent no, cancels Queens, out. South Carolina. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so his accent canceled out any trace of a Southern accent. Thank God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is great. This is great. Um, so anyhow, so you grew up in in uh, in uh, South Carolina. Yeah. And you, it's you're both like Southerners. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. I grew up in Pittsburgh. The Berg. Well, we don't call it that. <laughs> no. I mean, people do, but they're they don't deserve to live in Pittsburgh, as far as I'm concerned. Ooh. That's the full name. It's a good orchestra in Pittsburgh. One of the greatest. I wouldn't go that far. Well, one of the best. One of the top orchestras. One of the best in the world. I'd say better than any orchestra that's ever existed. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll let that go because it's your podcast. Let's talk about for a second, Stephen. You're a watch expert. I am a watch expert. You're wearing what right now? I'm wearing a 45 year old Rolex GMT. Wow. Yeah. What's the official name for a you know a watch professional? A watch. Genius. Uh, yeah, are you like, are you like, horologist? Yes, I guess. No, 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 no. You're not. It's you're a terrible word. A horologist is like is like a watch expert who does things with watches. It's like somebody who like studies time. Would you call yourself mm. a horologist? No, I wouldn't. Can we no. talk about your background no. a little bit? Yeah, sure. You you uh, were previously previous to Bloomberg. You were at a website called Hodinky. I was. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Hodinky. How do you spell that? H o d i n k e e. Can you explain the name? Yeah, sure. Uh, it is a play on the Czech word for wristwatch, which is Hodinky, just spelled with a Y. And our uh, founder, Ben Clymer, thought it sounded and looked cooler if you spelled it with two E's, looked kind of internet-y. And uh, by the time the site blew up, it was too late to change the name. Every time I see it, I think about the sound that the Jawas in Star Wars make. Oh. Think about it. It's kind of the same. I never thought about it. What? You know, sound wow. effects. We get sound effects. Wow, today. that's very good. That's great. <laughs> yeah, Magnus, we'll replace that with the actual sound effect from Star Wars. Right? <laughs> That'd be okay. awesome. That's great. Um, anyhow, so, but you, how do you be, how do you end up, um, Stephen? Yeah. How do you end up being like a watch expert? Like, how I does mean, that happen? I completely fell into it. I was freelancing, mostly writing about high end men's clothes, like bespoke suits, handmade shoes. Really? Yeah, I for was. Where? Well, for what? I was freelancing. I wrote so, for. So, like, who you did know, you write like for? GQ, Esquire, really? uh, The Rake, Business You're, Week. Business Week was how this Business all... Week magazine? Yeah, Business oh. Week magazine. And, and you were about, like, you writing about, like, fancy blazers. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I wrote about a watch auction uh, for Business Week. A auction. A auction. A auction. Yeah. Yeah. It's a in, in, complicated industry, too. Yep, sure. And, uh, Ended up meeting Ben, and uh, he was looking to grow the site. He had just finished J School, and 
Yeah. Journalism school. Journalism school. Just finished You didn't go to J school. I did not go to journalism school. Me neither. Michael, you didn't go to J school. Music school. I also didn't go to J school. useless master's degree. Oh, me too. In what? The humanities. Both of my degrees say the humanities. What does that mean? Yeah, I read a lot of books. Is that useful? I read a lot of books. Really? Yeah. All right. So let me ask you a question, Michael Shane. Okay. Are you, what is your, what are your political leanings? Where do you go? Uh... You know, it kind of it depends on the issue. I would say uh, socially, I'm I'm absolutely a progressive uh-huh. person. But I believe in equal rights for everyone and things everyone, like that. Everyone, really? Everyone, even Hitler. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> really, uh, but you know, wow. Hitler. Wow, <laughs> you just won that argument. <laughs> there you go. One for Josh. Wow. What do you think about What do you think about Caitlyn Jenner? Oh, I think Ooh, it's we're wonderful. Topical. Yeah, we're getting topical. Oh, cool. Why not? I think it's That's awesome. Good. You do? Yeah, I think it's great. That's a cool, very progressive attitude. I mean, Andy Steve, Leibovitz, what about you? I, know, I also think it's awesome. I know you said for, in the office you think it's an abomination. <laughs> but, <laughs> is that what I said? And I, and I quote... Gotta, I gotta be quieter. And I quote Stephen <laughs> in the office yelling out what had happened. This is an abomination. <laughs> How could God let this happen? <laughs> and, then, and then I stormed out. Yeah, you watched I, right I actually don't work at Bloomberg anymore. What, what, um, what are your thoughts on Kayla Jenner? I think it's great. I think it's do. incredible and I God, think uh, damn, Vanity Fair so, did a pretty good no, job. here's the thing. In a lot of ways, the world is, is such a completely fucked up cesspool of pain. Wow. But there's also a lot of really wonderful things happening these days and you can find little pockets of hope and you think you know caitlin jenner is one of those pockets of hope i th- i think it's yeah i think it's great that's I think, interesting yeah, that's yeah. cool that's very cool it's very progressive very open-minded because a lot of people in this country do not know what's going on they don't understand what's happening you don't feel that they're way. freaked out neither one of you it's scary you're both like hardcore left-wing liberal <laughs> open-minded New York Jews. Let's let's talk about Star Wars for a second. Oh yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> are you are either one of you interested in Star Wars? Yeah. No, you don't understand. No, I don't understand. When I was in middle school, okay, I was in an online Star Wars club called yeah. the Emperor's Hammer. Oh man, it still exists. I believe the website is www emperorshammer.org. Is he supposed to buzz market like that? I, uh, yeah, is this a pitch? No, it's not. I haven't been involved in many years. This week, tomorrow, to plug in. No, 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 listen, listen. This, tomorrow, we're going to buy the emperorshammer.com. Check it out At the time I was in this club, it was the largest online Star Wars club in the world. What is it? What does a Star Wars club do? Let me tell you. Oh, okay. Uh, not only was I in the club. He was going to tell you if you I was like on the, I had the rank of Grand Admiral. What? What? And I was on the board of oh directors. Oh my god, you're so... My title was uh, the reconnaissance officer, what? which meant I was in charge of new member outreach, growing the membership. I don't feel like I'm membership. allowed to say you, I'm kind of into Star Wars. And now. I was literally like 13 years old. What are we even talking about? Also, Star Wars is like not that cool in my opinion. False. No, I think it is like kind of lame. No. Seriously, by comparison to, to things what? like Star Trek. Ooh. Well, no, see, here's the thing. I'm a progressive. I love both. Okay, but here's the thing. But Star Wars is like, I don't get why people make such a big deal out of it. Because it's dirty. It's scruffy. It's what do you rough. Know it's it's scrappy. What are you talking like about? The, first, the, the three original movies. Yeah, let's. let's they're great movies. Let's be specific. Are, are, they, think, are they great movies? like they're Old fun. Testament they're and okay. New Testament. I mean, they're right? okay. I'm not conflating The Phantom Menace with the original three films. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Listen, you were in swaddling when I was watching the making of the original Star Wars. Was okay? that, on, was that on Blu-ray? Blu-ray didn't exist. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, <It> was, <laughs> Laserdisc. Betamax. Oh, Laserdisc. Ooh, cool. Listen, listen, I don't want to I don't want to pull rank, but <laughs> <laughs> I was Nobody watching, says they don't want to pull rank unless they want to pull rank. I don't want to pull rank. What's your issue with Star Wars? I was watching Star Wars when you were a gleam in your father's eye, okay? Mm, fair. Here's What's my, your issue with Star Wars? I don't have an issue. I just don't get the, I don't get the, like, excite. I don't get why everybody's so over the top about Star Wars. It's space opera, man. 
Space Samurai. Space Cowboys. Keep going. <laughs> keep naming How many space, 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 things. space things. What other space things yeah. to Star space Wars? Space Flamenco Dancers. Really? Mm. Okay. Maybe. Space Karate. Oh. Yeah. Space Ballet. Space Kung Fu. Mm. Anyhow, the point is, I get it. It's cool, like Luke and Leia and Han Solo. By the way, do you know that it's Han Solo bombshell this week mm. in the canon comic book? Mm. Do you know about this? You do. Tell us. Do you know? No, I have no idea. Apparently, they just revealed in a comic book, which is part of the canon now, the canon of Star Wars. Kosher. That. <laughs> Aren't you glad you invited me on? I am. I wish you were on. I have you on more. I'll bring. I'll come on anytime you want. <laughs> that the can- I know you will, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna have you on way more. That that Han Solo has been married the whole time. The whole thing with Leia. What? You don't know about He's a this? philanderer? I mean, <laughs> I kind of assume. We don't know the details. We don't know the details, but Han Solo apparently was married. To who? Some woman named, I think it's, I want to say it's, I don't want to say. Right. You want to get it wrong. Get it wrong. I don't and then you'll get all kinds yeah, of emails. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Okay. Yeah, so all I'm saying is I just don't, I don't get the excitement about Star Wars, but I am, I'm like a little bit excited about the new Star Wars, but also like I don't care at all. You know what I mean? Like you'll go see it. It'll probably be a fun movie. You'll have a good time and then you'll forget about it. No, I'll pirate it once it's available. Okay. On BitTorrent. You don't want to support JJ? Okay. No, I don't, want, I, I don't effects? want to go to theaters because the, the experience of going to theaters so is much awful. No, let me tell I'm you, just talking about you this just got to know what theater to go to. No, I went to see It Follows in a suburban theater. Oh, God, that sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. Well, first off, well, it's very good. First off, It Follows, not that great. I mean, really very mediocre. I'd say aggressively mediocre. But, but you know, the, the, I was sitting in front of people who thought... Every time the movie got quiet, which is a lot because it's a suspenseful horror film, it was their opportunity to talk. That's because humans are afraid of silence. Is that true? Afraid of being alone. Is there a scientific... Sorry, did I... Am I making noises here? I'm sorry. Oh, he's just, adjusting the oh, microphone. Man. Here we well, go. Well, it's, it's not in the right position. I thought you broke I mean, the habit. I know we're getting into, like, tomorrow podcast inside baseball here, no, but like, last, last movie I saw in theaters was Ex Machina. I saw it at, like, 10 p.m. by myself it's a good on, movie. like, a Monday. Which theater? Are, great. What theater did you go to? Uh, the 86th Street Theater. Oh, you're, up, you're an Lex. uptown boy. Huh? I'm an uptown boy. Were there guy, other yeah. people in the theater? There were, uh, and they were on their phones the whole damn time. What? Yeah, it, it blew my mind. I was like, it's one of the most visually captivating movies I've seen in a long time. No, and see, people to were me, on their phones People just the whole can't time. disconnect, man. What no, do you to do that, to disconnect? Do you ever disconnect? What do you do? Yeah. What's your method? I, you know I disconnect. I mean, you have a, you have a beautiful child now. That pre- Maybe that helps? Yeah, I do have a beautiful child. Zelda. <sighs> Zelda Topolsky. Love that name. You, neither one of you have kids, right? No, no, no. Not that you know of. Not that I know of. <laughs> no, I, I'm. Do not... you, and, you and Andrea, you think you'll have kids? And sorry, uh, Michael is. Oh is man, now engaged. I'm on the spot. Michael's engaged to a beautiful and talented woman named Andrea. She's wonderful. And uh, uh, anyhow, but you're going to get married. Yes. Do about a year you, from now. Do you think you'll have kids someday? Uh, yeah, I'm not putting a time limit. I'm not. Putting, I'm not like do you have kids in the next two months? Yeah, we're not like putting money on. This. Like, do you <laughs> want? Do you guys have you talked about? Do you want to have kids? Oh yeah, I think that's definitely on in the roadmap for us at some point in the future. Steven, you're in no a relationship. Date is set, I am. Yeah. You're in a. Who is your uh, 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 Laura? Laura. Yeah, that's, that's Josh's my wife's name. name. Yeah, it's a good name. You and Laura have been dating for how long? Long time. Uh, you're seven, seven plus years. Really? Yeah. You live Ooh. together. We do. Yeah. And as a has there been talk ago. of marriage? Yeah, you know, there's been some talk. Really? Yeah. Am I putting you on the spot right now? I mean, not really. What about kids? Yeah, there will be kids eventually. There will be. There will be kids. That's a confirmation. Yeah. Does Laura know about this? 
Yeah, she knows. Does she? Uh, yeah, I would hope she knows. I would hope so, too. Yeah, My I would goodness. hope she knows. Okay. Anyhow, I have a child. It's very bizarre. I mean, here's the weird thing about a kid. They are created from nothing, basically. I mean, almost nothing. I mean, let's put it this way. I don't want to put you. I don't want to get things weird here, but I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna do it for a little bit. Mm. You've had sex several times, right, both of you? Yes. Right. Yeah, not yeah. with each other, but separately. Not, not with each other. Not I that mean, we you, know. You of. grow up. You <laughs> grow up. Know. You grow up. You move from masturbation to having sex, and like you're having sex, and like, you have sex with people all the time. I went to boarding Probably school, man. You meet somebody Ooh. who's like a lifelong partner or a long term partner. You have sex a lot, right? It's perfectly but then natural. Once in a while, apparently, you can have sex, and then you have a child. An actual human being just is is like created from that, yeah. which is preferably ve- on purpose. Yeah, but it's yeah. Oh, no matter what, on purpose or not, it's right. just a very bizarre thing because they didn't exist. Right, they would not have existed. It's a bit of a metaphysical yeah. mindfuck. There's no nothing metaphysical about it. It's ex- actually very ex- physical. It's extremely physical, <laughs> extremely and that's physical. the thing. And then like now, like there's a kid in my house who like grabs something from me and runs away. Like, I'm like, no, that's my cell phone. And she, like, I'm like, I'm like, I made this. Why did, why did that happen? <laughs> She's got my cell phone now. It's very strange. Anyhow, she has a beautiful child. And, uh, and, uh, how do we start talking about Zelda? I don't, unplugging. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. Uh, oh, how do I unplug? Yeah, how do you unplug? Well, I just, I just, I take the phone. Zelda steals a, your phone. <laughs> there's a plug in the bottom of the phone and I pull it out. And that's it. I'm just I good take to go. Your I'm just Out of juice. I'm all set. No, but I, actually, I've been aggressively trying to not bring work home. Yeah. And to not, interact with any work stuff on the weekends yeah me and too. I, I find that if i don't if i don't if it's not work related it, it like it, it's a lot easier you can just be on the internet yeah it's true and just hang out mm-hmm. it's true and the, it's moment, like, the it's, moment you open the work email though it's all over yeah no it's at your discretion when it, it could be anything you can just like talk about like i'm going to talk about a movie or whatever and that's fine because it's sort of almost a, a leisure activity but once you let it let the work thing come in yeah. to your unplugging zone mm-hmm. yeah it's a nightmare beyond description. You got to let it go. I, Zelda has been very helpful in in, um, in uh, realizing when I'm you – know, she's obsessed with phones. Zelda, when she sees a phone, she wants it bad, you know, and it's made me realize that I'm obsessed with phones and that I'm always using phones and that she really, like, makes it clear because I'm just a person with a phone. I'm going, like – you can't see this if you're listening to this, but I'm like scrolling on a phone. That's what I'm doing. He's doing, I'm doing a like scrolling a, motion. I'm doing like a hand motion. motion. I'm like scrolling His with my thumb. thumb is moving very, right? Bo- right? very intensely. That's like nothing to you. You're a phone user. That means nothing. You do that a thousand times a day. But when Zelda sees it, who's a brand new human who just entered the earth, who's just brand new on the planet, she sees that and she's like, whoa, I got to get into that. What is that? Something exciting is happening. And so it makes you acutely aware of how much you're like scrolling on your phone and you put the phone away. Do Zelda's reactions to the things that you do that you take for granted make you think about those things differently? Yes. All Absolutely. Every day? Totally. I mean, she changed the way I, I, I think about my relationship with technology. That's beautiful. Because early on, she was obsessed with the phone and it made me realize that Laura and I had our phones out all the time. We were looking at them all the time and, and it, and it somehow was communicated to her. I think it was obvious, right? right? Like the phone's really important and like, oh, I want the phone and what's going on on the phone. And so she's like really into the phone and anything that has like a screen that lights up. I mean, it may just be she's like a toddler and she's excited about 
things that light up. But beyond that, I mean, before that, it was like she wanted to see what we were doing on this device. And so it's made me acutely aware of how much the device comes out. And like Laura will go, like her, I will go in to like get Zelda up out of bed in the morning and we won't take the phone. And that's something that a couple of years ago you couldn't have imagined doing. Like I couldn't have imagined doing Mm -mm. like going out of my room without the phone, like leaving it somewhere. I mean, you and I recently took a transatlantic flight with no Wi-Fi. That's and right. Oh my God. You didn't even get the shakes or anything. It was a nightmare though. No, oh, we took that flight back from San Francisco without Wi-Fi. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, in the fall. Was that one with Grobart was stuff. on? Yeah, that was the one with Grobart. Yeah, that was a yeah. weird flight. That was a weird <laughs> flight. All kinds <laughs> of shit went really down really that flight. Weird flight. Yeah. yeah. We landed like Jersey at like five in the morning <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. It was the last yeah. flight out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were daredevils. Yeah. Anyhow, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm more comfortable without without having the, the, the phone. But. Well, you know, it's interesting. As I've gotten older, and I didn't never did this on purpose, the things that have become hobbies for me have been things that don't involve screens. And when I was younger... Like what? Like what? You know, like scuba diving and... Mm-hmm. Kung, you know, Kung fu? It's Aikido. It's Japanese, not Chinese. Aikido, yeah, right. So. What belt are you? I'm. He's like Grand Chancellor that. or something. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Grand, yeah. oh, Grand yeah. Chancellor. Are you? Chancellor. Are you Grand Chancellor? You're Grand Chancellor. Uh, I, I haven't heard that I am yet. I'll have to check uh, my email. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, no. My what, point what, is, what my, belt are you? I want to talk about it. what belt are you in Aikido? So in Aikido, oh, Aikido. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's anyway. There's, it, yeah, there's really only white belts and black belts, and they're different gradations. Is that racist? Each. I can't tell. Ooh. That seems no. like it might be. No, that's not racist. What about there are no other belt colors? No. Okay, well, it's pretty binary. It's very simple. It is binary. Yeah. Isn't binary is beautiful, though. Do you have a black belt or not? No, I do not have a black belt. What belt no. do you have? Uh, I am I have a white belt. Lame. Um, you know what? Con- contact, me when your, contact me when your hands are lethal weapons. I will. Also, contact me when you want to watch Lethal Weapon, because it's one of my favorite movies. Classic. Yeah, it's so good. Danny Glover. Now, all the way through, even Lethal Weapon 4 is good. Oh, yeah. So the, wait, which one has Chris Rock in it? I think uh, it's Lethal Weapon 4. Chris Rock. I have no idea. Yeah, dude. Okay. In one of the lethal weapons, it's either three or four. Chris Rock is like dating. He's a like a young detective and he's dating oh, right. His daughter. Danny Glover's yes. daughter. Yes, hang on. And she's like, I think she they got secretly married or she's pregnant or something. I don't think I've seen that one. That movie's so good. Yeah. I think it's Lethal Weapon. Stand by. Okay. Here we go. LTE and here's a little weak. Is it? Well, we're are we in a floating room? What? Oh, yeah. Magnus says he wants us to be on airplane mode, but oh. you've already got it loaded up. Oh, it is le- it's Lethal Weapon 4. I will now switch lethal to airplane Lethal Weapon 4. Mode. There you have Going it. Going to airplane mode. Neither one of these guys in airplane mode. And by the way, it sounded pristine as far as I can tell. Um, so I guess airplane mode is a lie. Um, but Lethal Weapon 4, great film. I think... Uh, Here, here's a question. Jet Li is in Lethal Weapon 4. Am I crazy? As a bad Magnus, guy? Magnus, Magnus is you know? shrugging at us. Did you just look into it? No, here's he's, here's he's a question for you. Yeah. Lethal Weapon yeah. or Beverly Hills Cop? Well, they're totally different films. Totally different. Why? why? Well, I mean, different. I mean, first off, first off, totally different eras for the most part. Le- Beverly Hills is, Beverly Hills Cop is the 80s. Lethal Weapon is like end of the 80s, moving into the 90s. You see, when I think, I think, I was born in 84. Really? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there. upsetting to I, me. Believe, okay. believe me, it is to me too. Looking back, my lens distorts a little bit, and Lethal Weapon and Beverly Hills Cop sort of occupy the same space for me. That's because you're so, so young, and you don't realize what's happened. That's like somebody saying that Lethal Weapon 4 is the, yeah, we, we already. <laughs> no, no, Jet Li. No, I know Jet Li yeah. is Lethal Weapon 4. I already said that. 
<laughs> okay, Magnus is angry because I said I look it up. There's no and he airplane mode up. out there. No, they don't have airplane mode in the booth. No. Anyhow, but Jet Li is a lethal weapon for it's a great story, great mm. film. Uh, the la- it might be the last credible film that Mel Gibson made before he became a horrible racist. Well, I don't think he became a horrible racist. I think that's the he last just, film he made he, before, before he, he stopped just revealed hiding himself it. to <laughs> realize that he was a horrible <laughs> racist. No, no, no. Yeah, he just revealed yeah. himself to yeah, us. Yeah, right. Have you ever seen Braveheart? Yeah, I saw it once. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, they really mutilate him at the end of that. Spoiler alert. We rip his intestines. Let's, okay, let's let's change topics. Can we talk really, about Waterworld? I want to talk about Entourage. I know that's Kevin Costner. Entourage. The oh, film. Have I you seen it? I, I have not it. seen the film. Seems like the kind of thing that, no offense, but a person who's really into watches might want to see. Yeah, no. no okay. <laughs> I heard it was can really you, bad. Can you believe that they killed Turtle in the film? They kill off tur- the character of Turtle? He dies. There's the a character named Turtle? Yeah, there's a character named Turtle. Yeah. He's one of the good friends of... He actually uh, looks a lot like my cousin He's, he's one of the... Is, but, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's good. He's one Sorry. of the good... He's one of the best friends of Vincent Chase, who's the mm. main character of Entourage. Okay. Vincent Chase is a very famous actor. Who's okay. based on the character of Mark Wahlberg. Wait. You know Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, is? I know who that is. Yeah. Marky Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, and the Funky yeah. Bunch. The Funky Bunch the is funky not Funky Bunch in the, are not in Entourage. They're not in Entourage. Funky Bunch in Yeah, Turtle is a character, and he dies in the movie. He's killed. How? <laughs> he gets run over by a car. What kind of car? Uh, I are, think I think it's a Shelby. Doing are story? you telling the truth? I think it's a Shelby. Yeah. He Is gets, this true? He gets hit. He's trying to actually trying to save Vinny Chase, and he gets hit by save a car. Save him from what? what? Sa- from a car, a speeding car. And oh, he, he like knocks he him out of the way. Pushes him out of the way, and then he gets oh, he gets the run over. Sacrifice. And the the film ends with a big funeral for Turtle, oh, man. and uh, it's very emotional. I think you're trolling, but I don't care because I'm not going to see the movie. <laughs> I mean, can I just say something? I, I, I'm trying to spread the rumor that Turtle dies in the Entourage movie, to be honest with you. I've, I've spent a lot of time and, and energy spreading the rumor that Turtle... Have you been working the dark web on this? Yeah, I have a, I have a new Silk Road that I started up. It's all about Turtle. <laughs> just to spread misinformation. <laughs> you just sell yeah. Turtle rumors. Yeah, the only thing that happens on my new Silk, <laughs> Silk Road is that people talk about how Turtle dies in the new Entourage. It's on tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, wow. Well, we've got we, – but I just want to say that I think I – I haven't seen the film. But I'm pretty sure the turtle dies horribly, in it. and I think that I think that you should instead of seeing it, spread that rumor mm. to as many people as possible. Mm. Mm. I just wanted it out there. The chances that somebody has seen the movie and can definitively tell you that you're wrong yeah. is pretty low, right? Well, I, th- I think, I think so. so. I like to think so. Yeah. But anyhow, all right. So I think we should probably wrap up, Magnus. How are we? Are we close to what's our time like? Josh here? is so anxious to get this I over with. I think this. What? 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 I don't like I don't like you sober when you're producing this. There's no cafeteria. No. Let's talk about okay, the pantry. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The pantry. So so we've been asked by Paul and Magnus um to talk about the quote unquote cafeteria at mm, Bloomberg. Sure. We all work at Bloomberg. So as you may or may not know, Bloomberg has is a massive company with Large. many bureaus in, in many parts of the world, many buildings in many parts of the world. Over hundred and fifty bureaus, in fact. That's right. So over 73 countries. So this guy is so glad he knows that. So I have polished. to go to sales meetings, you know. And um, in every bureau, I mean, as far as I know, in every B- Bloomberg building that exists, they have a, it's not really a cafeteria. It's like a pantry. It's like a snacks, snack yeah, it's a area. Snack station. Now, let's talk about the snack station in, 
in New York. 731 Lexington Avenue. 731 Lexington is where you can find yeah. it. On you the can't... sixth floor. But you can't get in without a badge. That somebody of... makes for you in advance. Right. Because the snacks are You can highly... check out any time you like, but you can never leave. And why would you want to leave when they've got so many delicious beverages and snack items you can munch on? For instance, they have this... <laughs> They have what is the chocolate thing that we like? Oh, the skinny cows. The skinny these cow wafer chocolate so things. Skinny cow oh, wafer. The first oh, ingredient is sugar. Oh, they're but like they're like calories. You know, oh, you know, you know right. a Twix bar. Yeah, like a Twix bar. No, no, it's oh. not like a Twix bar. Twix bar is the only candy bar with a cookie crunch. The it has a crunch. No, it has a crunch, but it's though. not a cookie crunch. It's a wafer crunch. Yeah, it's a, it's like it's like skinny Twix. Cow. It's like Twix. On a diet. Listen, oh, now you I know what I'm doing. I'll tell you how I know that I work for a multi-billion-dollar multinational company. Go on. In the pantry, yeah. there is both Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's disturbing. Like yeah. n- Bloomberg, the company didn't have to sign a deal with one of them in order to get a discount. They were like, "We'll get both." Yeah. Thank you. And they have tiny can- cups. No, they have can- they have candy. I don't know about that. No, the cups are. We have soda. But the cups are, are a small? sensible size. But you can get as many as you want. Right. Look, there's always a way around the system. I, right. I mean, I guess if that's how you want to put it. No system is invulnerable. Well, I think snack s- hacks. Some are snack hacks. I wouldn't snack go that far. I think you just coined that term for I this did. podcast. I coined the term. Snack hacks. Um, but you know, you've got all variety of nuts. Oh, you got chocolate covered nuts. Almonds. Yeah. Uh, dark chocolate covered almonds, nutter butters, nutter butters. Nutter butters. Yeah. You know, there's there's both really there were kind bars. We did a TV segment about how they're not healthy anymore and they disappeared. No, oh, no, no, really? no. Yeah. I saw some today. True? There's a rotation. Are they? You, there's not the traditional um, sort of uh, tight rectangular ones that are like a yeah. candy bar shape. They have yeah. these other. Flat I'm sorry. Ones. I really feel bad for people who have to listen to this. I have to say, this is one of the worst topics. <laughs> we're talking I've, about our snacks. No, Come it's on. very, very bad as far as podcast topics go. I'm enjoying it. Well, I, if you're enjoying it, then that's what counts. No, I don't think that is. I think, I mean, I, I'll go in there tomorrow, and I'm going to pick up some of these <laughs> hot snacks you're describing. You know what I love is the Fig Newtons, but like they're, it's like the organic hoity-toity version. You do love those. They're really good. They have like healthy, yeah. healthy Fig Newtons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure the they're slowly killing ones? me, but they're, they could be worse. They yeah, should call what, them... Well, they're Fig, not right, Raspberry. Right, but there's like ones that are other flavors. Yeah, but the other flavors are, are ridiculous. Don't touch okay. those. Like what? Like, you know, lemon. It's weird. You just get the fig ones. That's it. Lemon Newtons? Yeah. But it's like lemon mixed with fig. It's like a hint of lemon on the Newton. Yeah, it is awful. You just get the fig. That's it. Keep it simple. So anyhow, Apple Watch, failure or success? I think eventually a success. I think right now it's too early. It's too early. I don't want to call it a failure. It's not a failure. I I like the one I've been wearing. Yeah, you're not wearing it right now. I'm not wearing it right now. Why not? Because the wow. dude owns a Rolex. Boom. Right <laughs> the there. Dude owns a Ro- Look, I don't think Who it's a Who doesn't belt. own a Rolex at, at Bloomberg, honestly? I've seen more yeah, I've seen more Rolexes in a single in a single room true. At, at Bloomberg than any other place I've ever been in my entire I know, life. I, I have noticed there are some people who rotate through Rolexes. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. interesting. That's interesting. I'm not, actually, I'm not quite on that level. I actually don't have a Rolex. Me neither. I mean, I'm waiting for the right Rolex. Yeah. You know? Why rush? I was actually going to buy. Let me talk about this a little bit for the watch nerds out there. <laughs> I was going to buy an Explorer, an original Rolex Explorer, yeah, ten sixteen. Actually, 10-16? you know what I'm talking I about. If you know, mm. uh, but it's very small. It's, it's a very, very small, small, it's a small watch. watch. And when I looked at it, I mean, what is it like thirty thirty six millimeters? Thirty six oh, millimeters. Thirty six. That's like a, that's like honestly these days that's a, basically a, a, a lady's yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. And and I I actually have dainty wrists. I wouldn't I call them dainty. Well, they're they're skinny. They're meatier than mine. Slim. I've I've slim wrists. I like slim. little. Your wrists are way thicker than mine. Really? Yeah. You got you got like 
meaty? You, 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 like dad, meaty? you got like dad I, wrists. I do not have dad wrists. Yeah, you're like, you got a little bit of like a dad I arm I often worry on. about the integrity of my I, I feel like I don't have, like, I remember like talking to people like, like dad, it was dad strength, you know, it's like when somebody grabs you by the arm, you're like, whoa, that's like really strong, like that hurts. You know, like, a, have you ever been grabbed by your dad? And you're like, st- he's like, stop doing that. I haven't because, you know, my dad's like a chill dude, but <laughs> but I always, but I don't think I have that. I think I've got, I'm still like kind of like a like a teenager. I have teenager strength. Anyhow, the point is I have dainty wrists and a 36 millimeter might work, but it seems very small to me. It's small. I yeah. mean, it'll work if you're, if you're cool with that. So work. I actually bought this Tudor. I bought this Tudor. Uh, what is this? A Heritage Ranger. Oh, I'm not Ranger, wearing it now, yeah. but you know, you've seen yeah. it because it's like, it's like an Explorer, but bigger. Right. In right. many ways. And the original Ranger was just Tudor's version of the Explorer. Goddamn right. Yeah. Yeah, this is Good some watch. watch nerd stuff. We can't right make here. the last thing we talk about watches. No, let's end on something upbeat and positive. What's the greatest dream you've ever had? I went to space in a dream. Yeah, what did you do in space? I don't know. I just went to space. I don't remember sp- specifically what I did, but I went to space. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. It's pretty amazing. I mean, although your description of it is extremely lacking, I saw the Earth. Okay, I mean, uh, it's you know what? I think we've heard enough. <laughs> Michael, how about you? Greatest dream you've ever had? I don't really remember any of them. You can't think of anything? Sometimes when I was in like middle school and early high school, I'd dream that finally the girl I had a crush on wanted to date me and I'd wake up and it'd be the real world. I thought we weren't going to end on a oh. bummer. Shit. Yeah. Hold on. I'm not, I didn't tell you my greatest dream. <laughs> What's your greatest dream, Josh? Um, I had a great dream many years ago uh, where I was driving on the highway and um, a nuclear war broke out. And uh, I got out of my, I stopped the car because all traffic had stopped because off in the distance mm. there were nuclear explosions and mushroom clouds. The and city, stuff? yeah, the city was being leveled, and I ran into the into the hills, into the forest. You mm. know, as the as the city and the man made things were being destroyed by nu- by you know nuclear conflagration, uh, and it was terrifying and upsetting and horrible. But I remember there was a moment, you know, where I was in the trees in the forest, and I felt finally at peace and finally at home away from the things that man had created which were being destroyed mm. by 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 right, war right before the radiation poisoning kicked and in. then a wave a wave of hot <laughs> a wave of hot fire a wave of hot fire washed over me i became a skeleton i woke up well i woke up rather sorry mm. not woke up that's not a thing <laughs> a wave of hot fire hit me and i woke up and i realized you know life is really about living in the moment <laughs> wow <laughs> That's deep. And I think that's where we should end the podcast. I kind of bottle this feeling. I kind of want to keep going. Stephen and Michael, thank you for joining me on uh, tomorrow. I really have enjoyed it, I got to say. It's been one of the most special podcasts I've ever done. Uh, That's our show for the week. I'll be back next week, of course, with more of tomorrow, I assume, unless a wave of fire hits me. Uh, And until then, I wish you and your family the very best. Although, what's coming for you and your family is the very worst. And it's going to be, it's going to be awful. And uh, I'm so sorry. 